Hi, it's Jason Waters and welcome to My Mortgage Minute. With us today, we have Lindsay Ramsey from Harry Norman Realtors. Welcome, Lindsay. Thank you, thanks for having me. Glad to have you here. Well, we'll just dive right in. Um, I always like, if you're new to this, these episodes of Mortgage Minute, what we like to do is bring on uh, successful real estate agents that can hopefully give you advice, whether you're a buyer or a seller, um, in terms of uh, you know what's the next step on your home. So many people have bought their first homes. I've, like I know I've done so many loans for first time home buyers. Now they don't know what to do when they have to sell and buy at the same time and all of that. And I've, there's people that have moved with reload packages and they've never done it without it. So I've seen all those different things. And Lindsay knows the world. So Lindsay, I'm just gonna throw it up to you first. Say, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Sure, well, I got my license back in 2013 and started off actually in the commercial sector and then moved over to residential in 2015 with Harry Norman and have been here ever since. It's been a perfect fit for me. Uh, specialize in uh, first-time buyers as well as second homes and um, kind of retire retirement age. I've done a little bit of everything. So I'm in the office every day full-time. Um, so that's me. Cool. And I think that's one of the keys of being successful in real estate is it's not a part-time job. I mean, oh. people can do it part-time, but it, it doesn't work that well, right? Right. Um, so yeah, Lindsay's focused on her work and focus on doing a good job for clients. So if you're listening to this for the first time and you're in the Cobb County area, Northwest Georgia area, it should be a great person to reach out to. So let's dive into some, uh, some topics. So first of all, first steps when you're buying or selling a home, let's start sure. there. Sure. So always gonna, the first step, whether you're buying or selling, in my opinion, is going to be to call your realtor before you call anybody else, call the realtor that you want to use because we can direct you to lenders and we can, um, help guide you to people who are going to be responsive, which is a big one, and people who are have a track record of closing on time. That's important. But also, we want to know your motivation. What's your timeline? How can we get you to where you need to be at the appropriate time? Um, if you start by viewing houses without your agent, there are some nuances in there that can kind of trick you up along the way. So always make your first call when buying to your realtor. Yeah, agreed. Or me but um well see that's the thing sometimes they don't call the right lender right. so call me and i'll tell you who the right lenders are so um yeah i have run across folks that have started on their own and they try to get a better deal and maybe dive into this they say hey i'm just going to go myself because this this person's selling it and if i go in without an agent then i'm better off can you address that situation sure. yeah right. and i Sorry, I understand everybody, nobody wants to leave money on the table and you get that feeling throughout the process. Oh, I could have done this. I could have done that. There's a lot of behind the scenes that, that the person who doesn't do this every day doesn't realize whether it's keeping up with the lender every day. For instance, right now I'm working on one that's stuck in probate court and most people aren't going to know what to do with that if they've only done this once in their life. So there, there are a lot of nuances in the process that you as a one-time buyer or seller won't have any clue exist. Um, it's almost like we're the puppet master and there's a lot of things you don't you'll never find out about because I don't want you to know I don't want you to be stressed out that's my job um, one of the things that I, I reached out to Jason about this earlier regarding lenders is when you're purchasing a home one of the top things I recommend is to shop lending don't always stop at the first lender because this is going to be one of your uh, largest purchases in your life so you want to make sure you're getting the best rate possible 
And I think a lot of people think that the more lenders you contact, the more dings that will be on your credit. And that, that seems to be what I'm hearing from buyers as to why they only stop with their bank or their one broker that they've always used. Um, well, that's not the case. Um, for example, when you have your first lender pool your credit, you have a 45 day time clock, right, Jason? Mm -hmm. We were talking about this earlier, a 45 day time clock. And in that 45 day clock, you can have pools on your mortgage credit without it dinging you more than one inquiry. Um, it's very different for credit card inquiries, but um, keep in mind, shop more than one. That's a big, that's a big part of the buying process. Yeah, and I would add to that. So what I've run across, a lot of people may have started the process online with maybe an online lender, and but not someone that typically does purchases every day. And so there's a couple of different things when you dive into lenders. It's, you know, do they do purchases? Do they know the market? You know, what's their appraisal panel? All those kind of intricacies that you and I know, being professionals, that, you know, that's why it's good to, you know, think about who you're looking for and think who you're looking at. And I'd say add to that, you know, there's always a lower rate provider out there if you go online, but they might not close the loan. So that's the two things you got to look at. Give me a fair rate and get my loan closed on time so I can get the house I want. Because it doesn't matter what the rate is if you can't get get the house. And that, and just so while we're on the topic, I see so many different uh, online uh, people get such people so much is online these days, and they get like a teaser rate, and they think it's so awesome, amazing until they and they, they get the rep buying print, and they're like, oh, I didn't know this rate was going to cost me twelve thousand dollars. You know, so it's a different story. But uh, enough of that. So let's go back to real estate. So pricing strategy. So tell me about pricing your home. Sure. Um, we are in a very hot market in Marietta in, in the area that I specialize in. And so what we're seeing is someone lists high, they sell a little higher than they expect, then all the neighbors start listing even higher. Um, in my opinion, the worst thing you can do for your home is overprice it. It is it is very important that you listen to a professional who does this every day, who is relying on comparable data versus your feelings. If you can take the feelings out of this process, you'll be so much more successful. Um, always keep in mind your home is a commodity. Once it hits the market, it is not a warm, fuzzy traditions, memories place anymore. It is a commodity. So you need to treat it as such and price it appropriately because the psychology of people is, you list high, your house sits longer than it normally would or should, and then it, be, it develops a stigma and people wonder why is it sitting so long? So you're on the market 60, 90 days and people start wanting to lowball you because they think there's a problem, a reason someone's not grabbing it up that first weekend on the market. Um, so price it right based on comparable data. Sure. And I've seen, I've seen a lot of times where people get emotional about I mean, emotion is the right word. I mean, emotional about their home because it was their home. It wasn't a house. It was their home. And so understand that. And then how much money they may have put into it, which may not, may or may not make a difference in terms of how it's going to sell or how it compares to that neighborhood. Can you chime in on that a little bit? Yeah, sure. And this is one of the things when we talk about selling your home in the first couple meetings, what we would do is walk through your home and determine what needs to be done to get ready for market and what have you done to make it a marketable property. You have to be very realistic about what you're selling and it is, it's detrimental to you if you try to ask a premium price for a product that is not a premium product. So my advice is walk through with your real estate professional and, and be serious about if you've owned the house for five years and when you bought it and needed a new roof and new HVAC and new water heater, you didn't do any of those things. Be prepared that your price isn't going to reflect 
the highest dollar if there's deferred maintenance. Sure. Good advice. Finally, uh, effective strategies. So this market's moving fast. Um, what do we do? I mean, I'm a seller. How do I, how do I make it happen? Okay, well, let me talk to you a little bit more about the buy side of a fast-moving market. I would say in our in our area, 300 and below is there flying off the shelves within 24 hours or less if it's in a, a good area, good condition, and priced right. So you and your realtor need to talk about things like an escalation clause and uh, maybe option money, adding a little extra option money into the contract to sweeten the pot for the buyer. Um, Talk with your lender about getting as absolutely far in the lending process as you can possibly go without an address. So that way your financing contingency can be a lot less compared to the competition. Um, in the 300 and under market, you put in an offer and by the end of the day, there's usually gonna be probably five or six more offers that you're, that you're competing with. So what is gonna get you to rise above? Um, another thing that you could consider is putting a stipulation to buy the home as is. If you're comfortable with what you, I mean, obviously you would still have your inspection so you know what you're getting into, but if you're comfortable making repairs or taking on those repairs, offer it as is. Okay. Great advice. So any final comments before we we're kind of run out of time? Anything else you want to add? Yeah, just have some good folks in your pocket, a good agent, good lender. It doesn't hurt, hurt even if you're a year out to start those conversations. Uh, just get a leg up on the competition so when you're ready to go, you can hit go. Perfect. Thank you. And I'd say from a lending perspective, yes, you want to move as far as you can through the process in terms of getting your documents to the lender, getting, um, getting pre-approved, not just pre-qualified because you never know what's you know, you never know what's what's out there. And I mean, as a lender, you know, I see all the time where I talked to someone yesterday who I thought was going to be, I mean, I was excited to work with them. And they said, oh, I just started a new job. I'm commission only. And I used to be salaried. And I said, well, now you got two years, unfortunately. And so there's all these little intricacies you have to deal with. And so it's better to know up front so you know what you can do. So agree. And then realtors, I say this, realtors know everybody you need to know. So if it's the lender, it's, a, it's like, you, not that you need to phrase it, maybe pre-listing or whatever, home inspector, contractor. So, you know, I get lots of home inspectors all the time. They call your realtor, they know, they have a list this long. So uh, realtors are invaluable in my opinion. So thank you, Lindsay, for what you do. Thank you. How can folks get in touch with you? Uh, you can call me, 770-843-1590. Uh, email is lindsay.ramsey at harrynorman.com or lenram.com. Awesome. Uh, you can reach me at 404-403-8787 or on my, you can learn about us on our website, watersteam.co. And you can email me at the same, uh, same URL, jason at watersteam.co. Until next time, stay safe and good luck buying or selling your home.